0: My name is Angela. My name is Nicole. And welcome to the Ominous Stitch Podcast. Hello, Stitchers. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another amazing episode of the Ominous Stitch Podcast yay
1: yay <laughs> like what do i say after that every
0: time <laughs> it's something different every time we're just
1: so happy to have you
0: yay we are yay, we love our back. stitchers welcome back. welcome back welcome back welcome back welcome back welcome back i don't know any other words to that song it's perfect welcome back cotter anybody yeah yeah no no, no just yeah, me yeah, i'm that yeah, old no, yeah yeah <laughs> bueller oh my goodness i'm excited for today's episode me too i don't even know what today is oh wait yes i do because yes, i'm do. reading your title ah. i do know what it is <laughs> she's reading my I notes cheated, i cheated i cheated my notes
1: we gotta like change our our way we sit so we can i can stare at you and you don't see
0: my notes i know i i read your notes while you're doing it I a do lot of to so <laughs> okay. well my notes are like right in front of us because it's i they're on my We're recording kind of next to each other computer, yeah yeah but that's okay <laughs> just so you guys know a little bit of our setup we sit next to each other Hey because we're friends we like each other (laughs) i hope so yay yeah we're we're still friends (laughs) after all this time it's amazing we're so cool (laughs) well what's got you in stitches angela okay so this stitch comes courtesy of my old neighbor and i'm going to not say her name so bleep to protect the innocent here okay because i didn't ask her permission to tell the story but this story is so cool okay so my old neighbor who i haven't seen in about 10 years because that was when they moved we lived in our old house and they were there for about a year before they moved and left state and then they came back. So oh. now they're living in California. And she came over last week to visit the farm and Aww. to check in because it's been a long time. That's since very nice. Her. Okay. And yeah, it was fun. And anyway, so she came over and we were talking. I'm like, so what brought you back to California? And she's like, okay, well, this is a story.
1: All about uh, my <laughs> life,
0: <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Ooh, okay. No, but... She's like, well, I don't know how much you believe in the paranormal and in ghosts. And and I was like, like, who
1: are you talking to? I'm like, well,
0: I have a podcast (laughs) where my best friend and I talk about paranormal and ghosts and all that stuff quite a lot. So I I definitely believe in it. Right. Well, we talk about crochet a little bit. A little bit. (laughs) But anyway, I was like, yeah, no, I, I believe in it. And she's like, okay, well, this is what happened. So they moved to, I think, North Carolina. I think that's where they moved to. So they moved to North Carolina, and before they moved, they, you know, obviously went house hunting, and they found this house that they decided was so cute and charming, and it was in, you know, an, an okay neighborhood. And they're like, oh, let's, you know, let's rent this sight unseen. They didn't go to the house to check it out first. Wow. They just saw pictures could of it. How people
1: do that? They did that to your house too, your previous one. Right? Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, yes.
1: Pictures they, only. They
0: they had the, pictures only, and then they had their realtor look at kind it kind of live stream as they walked through right. the house and the realtor was asking them a lot of questions right and i totally watched all of that happen on the ring cameras that were i was oh, still like connected to and that's st- funny yeah that um, so was like bad but it's not bad it was my house you know sure. i want to see who's going in my house i would too um anyway so and then they they didn't see it in person until like the final walkthrough <laughs> and i don't think the wife was there i think it was oh just my the gosh. husband yeah okay i know can you believe that it's no crazy. i cannot. But, you know, but whatever. People do that. People do that. They buy sight unseen. So like my old neighbor. So they and it was a rental. So they showed up. They went and it was cute and they liked the house. They enjoyed it. But the the primary bedroom was downstairs. All the other bedrooms were upstairs. And she said she always had a weird feeling going back into the primary bedroom. She's like, I don't really know. It was, you know, kind of dark. It just felt uncomfortable. Hmm. And every other part of the house was fine. Just the primary bedroom was a little bit off. Okay. And you know how when you move to a new house, you you often get mail from the previous owners, right? So, you know, she would get previous owner mail and, you know, she'd be like, you usually toss it aside. But this one name like kind of stood out to her. And so she remembered this one name, even though it was like other people's mail too that she would get. But this one name stood out to her. So it kind of like stuck in her brain, this one name. And then she's like, I don't know why I have a connection to it. Maybe because, you know, it's, a Hispanic name and I have a Hispanic name so maybe that's why I don't know she's like but you know it stood out to me okay I was like okay and so she said one night she was going to bed and uh, her husband was already in bed and so she goes and lays down and she lays down and she feels this wave kind of wash over her and she was like well that's kind of weird and so she opened up her eyes and there was a face (gasps) right in front of her and she just stared at the face and she said it was like a man and he was angry Ooh. and he was giving her this like really angry dirty look mm-hmm. and it was just there in front of her face for a good like 10 to 20 seconds Whoa. she said it felt like it was a really long that time that is a long time until it just dissipated and, and then she didn't
1: scream it. or anything
0: no she just laid there and was like ah. Uh. and then the next morning she was like um i think we need to she move she slept <laughs> people to sleep i would have been up watching tv all night long i think she was just like maybe it was my imagination i don't know but i i don't know just okay. the next day she finally decided to tell her husband she's like i i think we need to move uh-huh. i think we need to send the kids back to california i think we need to move back to california we've got to figure out a way to make it work
1: why wait so why did they move in the first place I, I they moved
0: in the first place because it's to move out of California because California is expensive. expensive. Okay, yeah, yeah. Now that makes a lot of sense. Okay. And to be closer to New York because a oh. couple of their kids were going to go to NYU, so they wanted to be closer. Sure. And so okay. they were like, you know, Got let's it. move. Proximity. And, okay. Right. Got it. So they uh, sent their kids back back wow, to California to live with her sister for a little while before they were able to move back. So they had to spend the summer in that house, but they moved out of that bedroom and moved upstairs in the kids' bedroom. I'm so glad the
1: dad, like the guy like was like cool, okay. He is
0: fully supportive oh, of her. Good. He's a very sweet man. Yeah. So he was like, okay, whatever you want to do, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna make it happen. And they had to, you know, finish up the summer because he was teaching summer schools. They had finished finish up, you know, and then they were able to move back to California. And she you know told her husband about it and she's like you know there's a ghost in here I can't we can't there's a ghost so they moved back but I don't know if it was before they moved back or while they were still in the old house but she decided to just you know get on Facebook and do a search and see if she could find that name that stood out in her head of the previous owner mm-hmm. so this was like after she saw the face right okay so she looks up the guy finds him on Facebook and it's the guy oh <gasps> it's the same guy she found the, from the name that she from the name stuck in her head yeah from the name she entered the name and the town that they were living in uh-huh. and she found that guy uh-huh and he had passed uh, <laughs> in the house I got to be thinking it was in the house. I was like, Oh, he thinks that that's still his house. And he was telling you to get out. Yeah. That's his house. What are you doing in his house? Get out of my house. Oh, that's
1: so stupid. Isn't that crazy? And she moved.
0: Yeah, they moved. They got out of the house. Did she
1: feel, did she say anything if she felt anything in the other rooms? No. No just Just in that room room. he must have passed in that room. he must have
0: passed in that room oh
1: my gosh right
0: crazy oh that's spooky yeah real ghost story from somebody i actually know i love it yeah so i thought i would share that with you because i knew you'd love it i love it wow isn't that cool
1: that's just creepy it's
0: scary but cool (laughs) i just feel
1: bad that she moved all this like across country and then she had to move back because of a ghost
0: Yeah. Well, I think there were other instances. They just like, it wasn't wasn't really working. working. Because I
1: was going to say they could have moved to a different place in North Carolina. Is that where they were? I
0: think so. I think that's where they were. Yeah. So they could have moved to a different house, but I think they were just like, no, we, we've got to go back to California. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, welcome back.
0: Welcome back. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. You got chased out by a ghost, right? Wow. That's cool. Isn't
0: that a cool story? Yes. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you for sharing. Now I'm excited because you sent me <laughs> my what, like a TikTok, but I didn't look at the TikTok and, TikTok. and you're, like, you're like, that's okay. Don't look at it. Don't look at it. This is my stitch. Yeah. And I want to know what it is. So it's so cool. Okay. okay tell me.
1: So it's an NDE. Okay.
0: Ooh. But it's from a
1: doctor. <gasps> he is an ER doctor. And uh-huh. This was his story. Okay. So he was working in the er a family came in with a five-year-old girl who fell into the family pool
0: oh and she was
1: she drowned and she wasn't breathing she nothing was happening so they had to put like a intubator in her they had to get her and thankfully after five minutes oh wow her pulse came back it's a long time yes okay and then she was okay and then after even like 10 more minutes, they were able to remove the intubator. So she was able to breathe on her own. So the ER doctor went to tell the news to the, the parents, you know, the good news, and say, you know, she's doing okay. She's going to live. And they were just over the moon and then so happy. And the, do- the dad, though, was in tears, and he was just so wrought with, with – just distraught. And he's like, no, this is my fault. He's like, no, sir, this was an accident. Accidents happen all the time. He's like, no, 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 you don't understand. When I was a kid, I was – at my grandparents' house, and they have a river behind their house. And my grandparents said, you cannot go into the river. But being a little seven-year-old kid, I didn't listen. I went into the river. I got in trouble. I was calling for help. And my grandfather came, and he he dived in, or dove in, and he saved me. But in that process, he died. So I killed my grandfather, Uh. and I almost (laughs) killed my daughter. And it's all my fault. It's all my fault. He's like, no, sir, it's okay. It's okay she's gonna live accidents happen right right so the next yeah he was yeah so the next morning he's still there and he's checking on the family the family's over the moon that she's going to live through this crazy ordeal and um she's waking up so they're you know talking to the family and then he's you know making sure everything's good then he turns to the the little girl and he's like hey how are you feeling she's like I'm okay she's like do you remember anything Mm -hmm. she's like no I don't remember anything and he's like do you remember anybody she's like no, but I do remember one person. And she's like, he's like, oh, who was that? He's like, I don't, I don't remember. Um, he was, his name was Sam. And he was, and she's like, do you remember anything about Sam? So we're like thinking Sam was the paramedic or somebody like doing this, you know, tubes mm-hmm. and stuff. She's like, no, he was holding my hand. And she's like, <laughs> what did he look like? And, and just again, maybe it's someone that works at the hospital. And she's like, uh, he was wearing a hat and a funny coat dad's on his phone no bringing up facebook and Uh shows her a photo is this sam she's like oh my gosh yes that's sam he's like to his wife that's grandpa i've got chills (laughs) that's my grandfather and that was it and i was like oh my gosh gosh. Uh
0: so she was saved by sam by sam by grandpa oh Mm. my gosh it went full circle i have went full circle chills everywhere i'm probably turning red (laughs) right now (laughs) But that was from the ER doctor and story. he just, he
1: went into it. I was like, oh my gosh,
0: that's amazing. So
1: that's there you incredible. go. So there are people
0: looking after us. Yes. We all have our guardian angels. Yeah. Oh, that's so, so Sam's beautiful. Sam's still watching
1: over, which Aww. was really sweet. And I'm, I'm hoping that the dad found some solace in some that. Some
0: peace in that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cause it's not his fault, but I know he's carrying all that guilt exactly. from his- he needs to go talk to a medium so Sam can be like, "Yes, no, yeah, you're, you're okay. okay."
1: Yeah, yeah, things happen. Oh, so there you wow. go. That's my. That's incredible. talk, man, uh, this is why I stay up. <laughs> 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 my feed is insane, everybody. But that came up, and I was like, I have to share it. So
0: that was a good one. Yeah. That was a good share. Yay! Oh, it makes me happy. Yeah. Oh, yay! But
1: yours, though, your mine ties story into
0: our ties into our today. episode. Yes.
1: But before we get to that, yes. you have some cool stitching to do, I right?
0: I do, yes. Should we get stitching? Yes. <laughs> Okay, stitchers. So for this week's stitch, I was inspired by our movie. So we watched Winchester. Yes, we'll
1: get to that soon. Yes, we'll
0: get to that. And I want to go there. So that has to be a mom trip. We'll okay. Have, to go there. have you got? Have you been? I have
1: never been. My husband has. He says he didn't feel any haunted. It's silly, but it is a cool house. It's crazy. It's a crazy house. Yes.
0: So anyway, I was inspired by that time period, the Victorian era, and there's some like really cool crochet stuff that happens uh-huh. in that era.
1: You brought some cool ones, like that crazy stitch. Remember that? That was a Victorian yes, stitch.
0: the crazy stitch was a Victorian stitch. I like yeah, that. that. Yeah, that was cool, and had all those like weird pockety things uh-huh. on it. So this one, I decided to get my inspiration from all the lacy kind of stuff that that's from that era, mm-hmm. and this also reminded me of um, our page. Patrons that went to the Lumber Baron Inn and they sent me a picture of their tablecloth, which was a crochet, a lace crochet tablecloth. Love it. Right? So this kind of reminded me of that. It's okay. got some similar patterns to it, but it's a blanket. Oh. I was going to make like a collar, but I'm like, I'm never going to wear a collar. No. So, but I will use a blanket. Everybody needs Everybody blankets. Everybody use a blanket. And this is a free pattern. It comes from Yarn Yarnspirations. Yay, Yarn Yarnspirations. We love them. And this blanket is called the Summer in Devonshire. Ooh. Throw. what a name. Summer in Devonshire. Devonshire. Yes. And it is, it looks like it's a whole bunch of like little... It could be like little squares that you have to stitch together, but no, it is a crochet as you go. So all these little different motifs, all these little different lacy motifs yeah, come together as you crochet it together. Cool. So you don't do all these little separate things and then put them together. Yeah. It yeah. is all part of all one, one piece. One. Yeah, I love it. Piece. That's easier. So it's really cool. Okay. I only just begun. I've, I've only, only just begun. begun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wasn't that in uh, 1408?
0: Yes, that was the song. Yeah, I <laughs> love it. Full circle. Yeah, I've only just begun, so I'm still in the first motif. But after round 11, all the other motifs kind of start coming together, and then you they they join as they go. So I'm excited to see how this goes. But so far, it's really fun. The main stitching that you do, there's a lot of chaining because it's lace, right? So you do a lot of chaining in the lace. Sure. You do have some cluster stitches. Ooh, what's a cluster use, stitch? A cluster is is kind like of a like a two together. Oh, okay. So for this one, it's a it's a two together. It can be any number of stitches that you're going to do together. It's oh. usually like three or more, but this one is just two. two. Okay. Yeah. So, and and it tells you, it's like, this is the cluster that you're going to do. This is, you know, blah, blah, blah. Got it. So it kind of lets you know. You also get to do trebles. Yay! Yay! Not British, right? Not British. (laughs) I had to double check to make sure that this, I'm like, no, no, no. This is American terms. It's yarn inspirations American terms. Got it. So trebles, remember you yarn over twice and then you pull up a loop, yarn over, pull through two, yarn over, pull through two, yarn over, pull through two. Right. Right. So you get to do that. So, but other than that, most of the stitches are, we've worked with before. You have a picot, the picots you do to to finish it up. So you have these wonderful little, little, bump thingies yay so we have some pico stitches but okay. other than that all the stitches you know it's oh. just chaining double crochets single crochets and it's just fun because you you're start doing it in a circle right yeah it's a kind it's in the round yay, you just I get to go that. around and around and around and around so yeah i love it very fun Yay! i'm enjoying it so
1: far what she
0: has now is really gorgeous yeah i'm only on round i think six okay six or seven and you know so there's there's a lot to go here but i'm excited to see where this uh, takes me and i'm excited to finish this off for you guys so again it's the summer in devonshire throw summer <laughs> sorry i pulled away from the mic a little bit summer in devonshire throw and i'm, I'm just wow, showing her a picture love it's it. very cool it's very Victorian. It's Gorgeous. very lacy. Yeah. But it is a very summery blanket. I was so gonna say it's very light. If you just want something kind of like on, on your you. legs. Yeah. Because
1: that's that's me a lot of the time now. It's like I'm really hot at night. So I don't want a thick blanket. Right. You but just I do want, want like something a, a little me. light
0: something on yeah. you. Because it's cozy. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sleeping.
1: I want something. Yeah, you just
0: need a little something cozy. Yeah. So yeah, this is Gorgeous. a really cool blanket. I can't wait to get further into it. Okay. Get going, and if you guys want to try it, go to yarnspirations.com dot Look up the Summer in Devonshire throw and give it a whirl. Yay! Let's see what you guys are doing here. It's so cool.
1: It is really cool. Yay! Good job, Angel. Get fine. Thank you. Yay! I hope I hope you can finish because I know we're terrible. Then. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> this is the year of getting things done, right? We're trying. I still have like. Well, you know, I'm also processing all of my alpaca fiber. So that's a whole other ball of wax that's taken a lot of my crochet time. We need so much more time. I know. I need, I think I was up to, I need an additional 24 hours in my day now. Wow. That's where I am. Okay. A, A two day
1: another extra yeah. day
0: what is the men in black what is the day that they work on is it like a 72 hour day that they work something in? crazy yeah <laughs>
1: i was like i just need at least eight more hours because i need sleep obviously but i was like i just need maybe eight more hours but eight, if you want yeah. 24 then i
0: want 24 because right. i have a lot of stuff to do on the farm okay i have a lot of yarn to process yes. and i have a lot of crochet Crocheting. to do and then at some point i want to just like Sit. relax <laughs> <laughs> where's that time who am I kidding? I Nobody when we're gets older. older to yeah.
1: When we can't move anymore. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> Speaking of can't move, this is like a whole other tangent. But I did. I have a fan bike. Yes. Do you know Fan bikes. Ugh. Yeah, they're hard. Uh, so I was on the fan bike and I did a four minute Tabata, which is thir- is 20 seconds hard. Yeah. And then 10 seconds rest. Ugh. 20 seconds hard. And you do eight cycles of that. Hence four minutes because math. Right. Yes. I it was four minutes. After the first 30 seconds, I couldn't breathe. (laughs) That's me. And then I finished the whole thing and it took me at least an hour to like calm, to breathe normal and to calm down. I'm like, why? Because we're getting older. Four minutes. I'm like, I can run for 40 minutes, like 10 times that hashtag because math. I can do that and be fine. But, like, if I get on that fan bike for four minutes, it kills me.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> at least you it. can run. I can barely do that. Uh, I run for, like, a minute. And I'm like, I hate running now. My legs are so <laughs>
0: jello-y. I was like, oh, I can't move. <laughs> good job. You did it, though. I did it. Yeah, we'll see if I do it ever again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you tried it, and I'm good.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Well, All right. that was a tangent in the crochet talk, but I, I am so excited. Let's get to some haunted houses, shall we? Yes, Yay! it's story time. Story time. Story time.
1: All right, if you've been with us since the beginning, one of our earlier episodes Angel reported on was the Whaley House. Do you remember that?
0: Yes, I love the Whaley House. Yes. So the Whaley House gives me a sense of peace like I felt very peaceful there interesting I loved it I felt very I like <laughs>
1: I was just like I'm gonna rest. Like, with the this ghost
0: place is so nice it was so comfort comforting and comfortable to me being there strange not necessarily in the house but on the grounds I was like yeah, oh. yeah it was very calming bad. and nice hey I, ghosts <laughs> I was like I don't know why I'm not like terrified right in this house I did feel woozy going up the stairs yes but other than that I was like uh, this Man. house is fine but yeah. being outside on the grounds i was like ah, oh, i love it comforting <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> all right she's in her element well it's considered i'm sure you we said this but it's considered one of the most haunted houses in california and even in the united states so you're comfortable right? I, I was comfortable in that setting there you go yeah
0: you got tugged in that yes. <laughs> at <laughs> that house which
1: we'll talk about yeah. a little too in this but i figured since california has so many haunted houses we should dive into what they are and where they are and the chilling stories behind them yay but no i did not intentionally choose the pattern but the four haunted houses i'm discussing all reside in mid or northern california
0: <gasps> Mum yes Mumtree.
1: yeah i'm sure there's tons in southern california but these four stood out most like crazy so hey okay, okay. they're trip. all up there yeah let's go okay okay
0: deal i'm excited
1: all right the first one which is gorgeous and costs more money than maybe we should spend but it's Uh-oh. the madrona manor and it's in sonoma county
0: okay. oh well it's sonoma county yeah exactly but we gotta go wine tasting and then go there There you go. <laughs> yes
1: there we go yeah so we start like i said it's a beautiful state sonoma county near the town of Heldsburg called madrona manor it was completed in 1881 John Alexander Paxton had this charming 17-room, three-story, gabled property built to relax on weekends because he had two properties. He's like, "Oh, I'm going to go work in the city, and then I'm going to come relax on the this weekend." This is his
0: here. weekend house. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. His
1: family stayed here mostly, but he was going back and forth. Yeah.
0: He yeah. had a big job in job. the city. <laughs> yep.
1: So there's a picture for her. It's
0: beautiful. It's gorgeous.
1: Paxton was hoping to build a winery on his property, but sadly he passed away on a steamer ship on his way to England in 1888. Oh no. In his will, he left an odd amount of estate to his family. This is crazy. A quarter of it went to his sister-in-law, Mary McClellan, nine (laughs) sixteenths. to his wife Hannah what What? and three sixteenths to his second son Charles how does that work in math I don't know oh uh,
0: well a quarter is four sixteenths oh there you go you're right, right. yeah
1: yeah yeah you're- <laughs> I did it I did the math okay yeah hashtag because math there you go yeah. now the odd tidbit of this info on Wikipedia is that he was very disappointed in his eldest son Blitz so he disinherited him
0: Oh, how heartbreaking and cruel.
1: Yeah. Like, I will give it to my sister in law, but not my own
0: son. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Poor Blitz. Oh, Blitz. Yeah. (laughs) You didn't see that Blitz coming. (laughs) 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 That was hilarious. Okay, you guys. I made that joke, right? Hopefully we caught the blitz joke. And then Nicole went for a high five. I went to slap the couch, and then she went to slap the couch and I went for a high five. Eventually we got the high five going. <laughs> this is- <laughs> we were so loud doing that that we cut <laughs> triggered feedback. Yeah, we triggered feedback and we got- <laughs> it cut off the sound for us. We had a- it stopped recording for a minute.
1: <laughs> we're dorks. Okay. You just know oh, that I love us. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. It is rumored that Hannah kept John's body in a lead lined glass coffin in the mansion until she herself passed away in 1902.
0: Oh, my gosh. I'm not going to do the math, but that is way too long to keep a, a dead, dead body. body
1: in your house. Ugh. In your house. It is
0: the, you know, Victorian era. Yeah. So, sure. Oh, Whatever. Man. That's still <laughs> gruesome. <laughs> That's a long time to lay in wake it's not good. It's oh. not good.
1: Then when son Charles's wife ran away with another man, he apparently committed suicide inside the home in 1910.
0: Oh, no. So we got some
1: some crazy energy. We have going a dead right
0: body now. hanging out in there for like, what, <laughs> Almost 20 years? <laughs>
1: oh. And then we've got his son. Sadly. His son, yeah. Now, even though Blitz was left out of the will, he had to take care of the property.
0: It's like- oh, oh man <laughs> this, this poor circle. kid yeah I mean, sure, he's not a kid anymore, but no, man, yeah.
1: So he decided though to subdivide the land and sold two hundred and eighteen point three two acres, along with the buildings, to A. D. H. Botchford in nineteen eighteen for seventeen thousand five hundred dollars. Dude,
0: I'd take that. <laughs> right? Yeah. Holy crap, that's a lot of acres. Yes, to sell off acres or two hundred
1: eighteen acres. Yeah, two hundred
0: eighteen acres yeah. for seventeen. It's
1: only seventeen grand. Oh. A cool seventeen grand.
0: Yes, please. Yes, I'll take it. Yes.
1: In 1981, the property, which was trimmed down to only eight acres, so I'm guessing a lot of it. It's still huge. A lot of it probably to the city and everybody else. It was turned into a country inn by new owner John Harry Muir. Then it changed hands to Bill and Trudy Conrad. This now trendy inn has 23 guest rooms and suites, some in the carriage house on the property. So there's a big house and then there's also a carriage house. Right, yeah. But look at this, Angela. It is
0: gorgeous. Look. Oh, my gosh, Nicole. Look at the dining room. Look at that ceiling.
1: Upgraded. Oh,
0: it is gorgeous. Yeah, it was upgraded. Oh, that sitting room is so pretty. That's very pretty. We have to go to there. It's so pretty.
1: Now, what makes this gorgeous building so spooky? Well,
0: (laughs) a dead body body for 20 (laughs) years and a suicide. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, the rumor ghost stories, of course, but these spirits are more over to watch over the property rather than malevolent spirits yeah so when they were renovating the mansion into the hotel in the late 70s early 80s workmen and carpenters felt uneasy and then told wife of john Muir that while working they kept getting an eerie feeling that some unseen presence was watching them
0: yeah because previous owners don't like i mean we hear about that all the time every time ghosts always get stirred up whenever you're doing construction because they don't want anything happening to their property they're going to watch over it make sure that you don't do anything bad or wrong exactly, or whatever. yeah yeah they don't like it and
1: this is a this is again a recurring theme in, in my actual story team today mm-hmm. then when the inn opened employees mentioned they also felt being studied by some phantom presence some guests have reported that after checking in their belongings were moved and found in strange and unusual places <laughs> i would
0: hate that don't touch my stuff that happens already in my house but it's because i have kids <laughs> Your kids, yeah. kids spirits same thing yeah right?
1: The most haunted room in Madrona Manor is room 101. So we got to go try that. (gasps) Got to go
0: stay in 101. Yep.
1: The widely known story here is that a guest was sleeping here when in the middle of the night they awoke to find an apparition of a woman in her 30s <gasps> wearing a long black dress with the black ribbon tied around the collar of her dress standing right next to the bed. <laughs> yeah, the apparition moved to the side of the guest's bed to sit upon a blue velvet chair by the window. The guest freaked out to have someone in their room and asked what she wanted, but then the black clad woman disappeared. Ooh. So room That's 101. a good one. Yeah. Another tale involves a guest who is called Mrs. P. She was having dinner in the dining room when she looked up and noticed one of the French doors open and a small gray haired lady slowly entered. She looked out of place because she was wearing period clothes from the 19th century.
0: Mm -hmm. Mrs.
1: P's gaze upon the elderly lady never left as she glided over to her. And this point she was standing right next to her. Wow. Then the lady spoke. She told Mrs. P, I'm glad you can see me. I feel so bad that no one else can. This was my house once and I like what's been done to it. I'd like to tell someone that. Now you can tell them. Then she suddenly vanished.
0: Wow, that is cool. I have chills. That is Awesome. So, like, totally <gasps> oh, talk to her. That is so cool. Why was Mrs. P able to see her? I, maybe, she,
1: maybe she's just more sensitive than everybody else.
0: Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. No one else saw her. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Oh, I'm so glad that she's happy <laughs> that her house is like. Yeah, they're the not.
1: House. Yeah, they're just watching because they they like it. Yeah. They're happy. They're like, they're ba- it's being used. Here. Yeah. yeah. Other reports of supposedly Hannah Paxton is as guests see her dressed in completely black. So I don't know if the one in 101 is her.
0: Yeah. From when she was like 30. Yes. Yeah.
1: But she's showing up often. How cool.
0: Yes. Aww.
1: Another report was when a guest was sleeping, he was suddenly awakened and watched a teacup in their room. Turning completely around, 360 degrees <laughs> on its
0: own.
1: <laughs> he was awake by that or that's she. That's
0: fun. Why? Why <laughs> <guy, laughs> you play with my teacups? Maybe they wanted to go to Disneyland and see <laughs> the teacups. <laughs> that's that's a symbol. <laughs>
1: that's a sign. That's oh so wait. fun. Yes,
0: I like that one. Some also say they see a young
1: girl's apparition, but the identity is unknown. I don't know Ooh. much about that. But supposedly she's seen
0: Interesting. Now I
1: checked room prices. Yes. If you have a penny or two to spare, I'm sure it's worth checking in for the beautiful scenery and possible glimpses of some ghosties, but it's roughly a thousand dollars a
0: night. <laughs> a night. <laughs> okay, when we win the lottery. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's great but it's gorgeous that's why it's so it's beautiful beautiful it's very peaceful they say but yeah i don't know if i have that money so.
0: uh, n- no
1: you guys can come fund us if you want yeah.
0: <laughs> we'll start a go fund me yeah so that we can go on our mom trip and then tell you guys about it <laughs>
1: yeah we'll investigate the ghosts yay. all right next it ties into our movie winchester yay. mystery house in san jose
0: yay yeah
1: so this next house it, it's discussed so much as most one of the most haunted homes Mm -hmm. um I don't know it being haunted for me is up to debate
0: I've seen a lot of ghost hunters go there and check it out including my favorites Um, Ryan and Shane, they've been there a couple of times. Okay. And anything
1: happened? No, no. It's, it's a
0: cool, crazy house. It is.
1: It's, it's fascinating. I mean, it's
0: spooky just because of the way it's put together. It makes no sense and it's very odd. And I think it would be really cool to go see. I agree. I don't think it's haunted. I don't either,
1: but let's go into the details. I like the
0: stories that surround it and I like the mystery that surrounds it, but yes, I don't think it's haunted. no
1: okay well you guys tell us what you think but let me go into what why people think it is and what's the background again because i'm sure most people have heard of this um so here's some photos we know there's just things that lead to nowhere obviously (laughs) stairways that go nowhere doors that open out to like the outside so sarah winchester Born into a world of privilege, married William Wart Winchester, heir to the Winchester Repeating Arms Company in 1862. They had a baby girl together, Annie Party Winchester, but sadly she was diagnosed with Merasmus a form of severe malnutrition characterized by energy deficiency she sadly passed away after one month in the world yeah in 1881 William Winchester passed away from tuberculosis and Sarah also lost her mother and father-in-law around the same exact
0: time oh my gosh so much yeah
1: yeah This led Sarah to inherit roughly $20 million, 50% of stocks in Winchester Arms, which left her to make roughly $1,000 a day. I looked this up. It's roughly about $30,000 a day today.
0: Yeah. That's
1: insane. $30,000 a day. Yeah.
0: Would you trade your entire, like all of your loved ones, your family for $30,000 a day? No, I wouldn't. No, no, not, not in any scenario ever. No, ever. Yeah.
1: A few years later, Sarah's eldest sister passed away and then Sarah started to develop rheumatoid arthritis. Her doctor suggested moving to a warmer and drier climate to help with this. So in 1885, Sarah decided to move to California. She had fond memories of San Francisco with her husband. She took... Her three sisters with her and she bought a 45 acre ranch near San Jose on the property was a two story eight room farmhouse
0: mm-hmm. two story eight room
1: <laughs> crazy she named the home Yanata Vila based on Yanata Elvisa from the Basque area. In 1890, Sarah's favorite niece, Marion Merriman, a.k.a. Daisy, came to live with her. She was around 21, and Sarah hired her as her administrative assistant, taking care of her banking and business correspondences. Now, it is said that because Sarah was grieving the loss of her baby and husband, she consulted in a medium while living in Connecticut before her move. So from these other resources, it is said the medium channeled William and had told her to move from New Haven to California. Okay, so we've got these two contradicting stories, right? That same medium also told her while making contact with William's spirit, he told her to use a fortune to build a home for the spirits who had fallen victim to Winchester Rifles. And if she didn't, she would be haunted by them for the rest of her life.
0: Yeah, I've I've heard that, but... I'll say my thing after yeah finish your thing okay
1: (laughs) now Sarah did hire two architects to work on the ranch house but after talking to them she fired them both she was not happy she decided she took on the planning herself and then hired carpenters to work around the clock now it is known that she would start to build rooms halls stairways etc and from wikipedia it is said that if it did not meet her expectations she would abandon that project and move on to something different but most sources say that this was to confuse spirits that were haunting or planning to haunt her seriously though it's strange construction took place in her home 24/7 all day, all all around, for 38 years? And why build staircases that lead to nowhere, elevators that do not work, and doors opening up to walls, etc.? She also demanded her home to be built with entirely red wood, but didn't like how it looked, so she demanded it to be covered with a stain and faux grain. By the time everything was finished, even if it was still under construction, it apparently took 20,000 gallons of paint to cover the wood. Oh 20,000 gallons. Wow. Wow. And construction kept going like I said until the day she died in September of 1922. By the time uh, by the turn of the century, the home was seven stories with approximately 500 rooms, 47 fireplaces, 10,000 panes of glass, two basements and three elevators. An annunciator, early form of an intercom was installed in order to call servants. But the house was embellished with posh fineries like gold and silver chandeliers stained glass windows created by Tiffany and Company state of the art plumbing and electrical work and even forced air to heat the home then in 1904 a massive earthquake struck the San Jose area and the home was okay but caused some damage in the end they removed the top three floors of the home and today the mansion is four stories and there are 161 rooms now that's insane yeah
0: so it went from eight rims to 161. <laughs> yes. I mean, it was 500 at one point. Yeah, oh, Holy that's crap. true. That's so, crazy. Yeah, the earthquake.
1: So stated, though, that there are different accounts as to why Sarah moved back to California. The medium path was from author Susie Smith in her book, Prominent American Ghosts. However, the contractor Sarah hired to work on her home day and night did witness her having daily seances with local mediums, but supposedly in order to contact the quote-unquote good spirits, and these spirits were consulted on how best to appease them in her house construction. It is said that she built 13 bathrooms, but only one was functional. Oh, my goodness. So, and, and reason why? Because ghosts wouldn't waste a water bill or something like that.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. they one bathroom ho- for her yeah. and the other ones were for the ghosts. Yes. Okay.
1: Then she would sleep in a different room every night while using the secret passageways to ensure the ghosties wouldn't follow her. Okay. So again, there's just these contradicting things, but there are people, eyewitness accounts of her doing some pretty odd things.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. Yes. I, I. OK, I'll dive into my to my thing. OK, I I think that after she experienced so much loss and so trauma. much heartache yeah. and trauma that and because she had so much money and had nothing to basically live for, just all she could do was spend money and it kept her busy. True. So I think that's why she was like, oh, let's keep building. It keeps it keeps her doing something. It keeps her active. Yeah. It keeps her moving. Um, and there really wasn't a whole lot that she could do, especially if she developed rheumatoid arthritis. Mm-hmm. So I think there were a lot of things that were plaguing her. And I'm sure that messed with her brain a little bit. Anybody that has a lot of money like that, to me, in my opinion, a lot of people will develop a lot of eccentricity. Yeah, exactly. And so I think that that you know, could have been a lot of what was going on. She could have had seances because that would make her feel more connected to her family members that had passed. And she could afford it. So, why not? Like, if you could feel a connection, yeah. yeah, If you could feel a connection with people that had passed, and a medium can help you feel that connection and it makes you feel better for that. I mean, why not do it every day if you can afford it? And if you can do it, yeah. If you That's can do it and get, idea. you know, get something to make you feel better every day, then it makes sense. And she's not an experienced builder. So, and it was her and she was one employing everybody. So, I mean, it makes sense that she would start something and be like, no, this isn't it. working out yeah. the way that I want it to, or I abandoned it and move yeah. on to something else. I do that with crochet projects. <laughs> 24-7, right? I like you, can, you compare building to crochet. I love it. Well, it's the same thing. It's, you know, True. it's her creative outlet and you get going on something and you're like, eh, this isn't going in the direction that I want. So you move on to something else. And, you know, wanting everything built in redwood, but not liking the way it looks and then repainting it is just an ex- eccentricity. Sure. I can't say that word. Eccentricity. Eccentricity. There we go. To, you know, it's just a quirk that she has and she... She can do it. She can do it. So she was just like trying to find a way huh. to not have this money in her hands. Yeah. Now, all of the stories that are associated with this, which I'm sure you're going to dive into uh-huh. that, you you know, I think all of that is once they decided to take the house, because immediately after she passed, people started to tour the house. Yes. And I'm going to talk about that. Yeah. So yeah. I think that...
1: Could trigger things.
0: I think people started really embellishing uh, her eccentricities. Sure. And weaving their own story to make it make sense. And of course, it adds a whole lot of fascination. Mystery. That, that you know, the, the Winchester rifle killed all of these deaths. And so she was building all these houses to confuse the spirits that her rifles, you know, I'm like, hmm. Mm. I don't think that that is really part of it. Sure. I think that that has been developed and embellished to get people more excited and to bring up the hype and
1: make more money. Yeah. So that's what I
0: think. I think, you know, she was an eccentric woman. Oh, I said it right. She was an eccentric woman who had a a lot of
1: eccentricities though. That's the hard word. Yeah. I can't do that one. I can't do that one. But eccentric. Yeah.
0: Eccentric. So she had a lot of, you know, a lot of things happen in her life that caused a lot of trauma, um, she had a lot of money that she, ve- she couldn't spend fast right. enough, right. you know, so she was just doing whatever she could Yeah. and she had the means and the ability to just keep building and keep herself busy and keep herself involved in something. Yeah. Um, and so I think that that's really what was going on with her. She had a lot of heartache. So of course she would have, you know, people coming in to try to help her with that. And mm-hmm. she felt solace in the seances. And I think we've built up a huge story to kind of make it more exciting to go visit her. No, that makes sense. That's what I think.
1: I like it. All right.
0: Okay. But back into it. It, The house is still insane and I still want to go see it because it's gorgeous and weird and... It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah,
1: it's crazy. Well, after Sarah passed away in her sleep from a heart attack in September, strangely in her will, she left all her belongings to her niece Daisy but as for the house, it was left to
0: nobody. Oh, she left all of her belongings, but not the house. Correct. <gasps> Did she think that the house was part of her belongings? I or? don't think so. Oh, that's interesting. Maybe. Again,
1: that kind of fuels that thought process of this belongs to the spirits. So.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: Because of the earthquake damage, though, and the craziness of the design, appraisers considered the house worthless. Yeah. <laughs> worthless. <laughs> it was auctioned off That's to crazy. a local investor for a mere $135,000.
0: I'd buy it for $135,000? I, I would too. <laughs> In 1923,
1: the home was opened, as you said, to the public for tours. What's crazy is that even up to this day, secret rooms and things have been discovered.
0: Still. Yeah, still they're still discovering yeah. it wow yeah
1: and it's called the winchester mystery house because to this day we still do not have a solid answer as to why sarah winchester designed her house the way she did angela's got her theory i agree that's kind of it's just what she wanted to do paranormal investigators have not come up with much spooky things in the home and there are not a lot of visitors who claim to see or feel ghosts but here are the few claims okay, okay. Now, there is a residual haunting, they say, in the grand ballroom in the basement. Here, people claim to see the famous wheelbarrow ghost who is constantly working on the fireplace or pushing a wheelbarrow full of ash or coal. They have the picture. This is on the Winchester Mystery House website. This is the picture they posted. Yes. This is the ghost they see.
0: Ah. Oh, interesting no, i've, of I've heard of him in the basement and, yeah. and i know um i keep saying sean and wayne <laughs> ryan and sean <laughs> i don't know why sean and wayne that's what's in my head okay but um ryan and shane mm-hmm. uh spent a, that was like a dare or not oh, a dare but that was part of it they had to there. be in the basement got and it. i've heard stories about yeah, him in the basement him. yeah yeah specifically
1: Then the website also mentions, quote unquote, intelligent hauntings where visitors will experience gentle tugs on shirts or skirts during tours. But long term maintenance worker, Denny, has reported that one morning after entering the water tower, he heard footsteps above him. He quickly tried to catch this person and went to the top to tell the three uh, to tell that the tell him that the three story structure was off limits. But the footsteps always seemed to be one step ahead of him and one floor above. When he finally got to the roof, nobody was there.
0: Oh, well, so that's that was kind of fun. fun, right?
1: Yeah. And the most common reports are of shadow figures. Shadow figures are shadowy shapes that resemble people who are always roaming around corners, down long hallways, and appearing in windows. A former marketing director employed by the house captured the photo below in 2015. They can't tell if it's an apparition or reflection of the
0: clouds. I've seen this picture. What do you it, think? And it Okay. So, do you see it? Wait, hold on. Oh, I was thinking of a different picture. I'll tell you of a different oh, picture, okay. too, that I've seen. Do you see it, though? Um, wait wh- look for sh-
1: it i know it looks well like your it's microphone's of- in the way
0: oh boo. <laughs> oh well that kind of looks like it would be If you look
1: really close it does look kind of like a person it looks like a, a like a it could be a curtain
0: but they yeah it looks like a curtain that's kind of like balled stuck. up like maybe they were cleaning sure because i've seen that happen before where, when they're cleaning and they it's a long it curtain together. they yeah. ball it up so they don't they don't
1: But I don't know why they think the marketing director, maybe that he knew something we didn't, but that's he took this picture or she. Okay,
0: so, yes. So another picture that I have seen on a different paranormal investigation show and let's see, I'm trying to think of I can't remember what it was, but it was. Uh, they took a picture on the grounds in front like that, and it was just a, a group picture. And then there was like a shadow picture, a uh, shadowy figure standing next to them or standing by them or behind them. Okay. And they thought it looked kind of like a Civil War kind of guy, but he was like out on the grounds okay. and it showed up in the photograph. And I don't remember much. Oh, I wish I could remember because it was years ago that I watched that, that paranormal. And, and I think it was a YouTube thing. So if anybody knows what I'm talking about, I want to say it was uh, Colin. Um, what's his name? The blonde hair guy. He's got long blonde hair. His name's Colin. He does a whole big paranormal, like a long thing. But anyway, I think it was his and it's on the grounds. And then you see this like ca- it looks like a cloudy white kind of figurey thing Ooh. that's there. And then I've heard that That picture was debunked as, you know, also kind of like a marketing kind of thing. So I don't know. Who knows for sure? Who knows?
1: Womp womp. Who knows? Well, finally, in 1983, ABC News interviewed Debbie and Ernie, a couple who would watch the Winchester house at night. Debbie claimed that the first week they moved in, she felt a hand move across her head.
0: No, don't like that.
1: And all day she couldn't shake if she was going crazy or if she really felt it. Then every other night, the alarms went off. <gasps> they couldn't find anything. It would just go off on its own. They also had a trained guard dog with them, and he would get really shy in one particular hallway every night. Ooh. In order for him to go down it, Ernie would have to shine a flashlight down the hallway for him to see. Sometimes Ernie would catch movement from the corner of his eye in that hallway as well. Ooh.
0: Ooh, yeah, that's creepy. I don't like it when the dogs don't right. like what's going on. Because you know, on.
1: dogs have a good sense of things, mm-hmm. and if they don't want to go, you don't want to go. Yeah, I'm going to trust that dog. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Trust the dog. Trust
1: the dogs. So that's the Winchester house.
0: Okay. So there might be some things there that Could are going on. Some residual on, things, but I don't think it's Sarah. I don't think it's no. Yeah, you know, uh, she's, she's, she's never family. been mentioned on any of this no, stuff. yeah
1: no i think it's other something else is happening
0: but yeah maybe
1: it's manifestation too
0: yeah yeah like i mean you
1: believe that there's something there then then you they, bring then it, you it and see you it. Yeah, yeah
0: yeah you're opening yourself up to the possibility and they find that there you go opening yeah. you find that portal so right. it'll come on through yeah. So, yeah. so interesting. Interesting.
1: We'll go into the movie review later. Oh yeah. But we got two I more.
0: like okay. Well we'll do movie review. Okay. Later. Don't you do
1: it. I won't don't I don't it. Do I'm like
0: so tempted right now. But don't I don't do it. Okay. Don't do it.
1: I got some two crazy more stories. So okay. the Vineyard House in Coloma. Now this crazy tale behind the Vineyard House starts in the late eighteen hundreds when German native Martin Althoff and Scotsman Robert Chalmers traveled to California hoping to strike it rich during the gold rush. They both ended up in Coloma, and although they both did find gold, it wasn't enough to make them filthy rich. So they both changed tactics. Althoff decided to produce and sell wine, while Chalmers became an innkeeper. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Nice pivot. Yeah. <laughs> like Okay. We'll do something different. At the time, Altov was married to a woman named Louisa and both of them were very successful as vintners, owning many vineyards and wine cellars. But then Altoff was arrested for alleged tax and liquor license violations.
0: Uh oh. Yeah. No,
1: but this sent him into a spiral of shame as he felt he dishonored his family and his family name.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: no. At the age of 40, Martin Altoff committed suicide. 40, that's Forty. so young. Now Robert Chalmers, we're going to go to him. He was doing great in his own little world because he had purchased the Sierra Nevada Hotel. Not sure what he was thinking though. In that time where liquor ran abundant, he said the hotel would be limited to teetolers. Tea, oh, can't even see this word. Teetot Do you remember? Do you know what that is? Teetot Yes, teetotailers. This was back then. These are people who would not drink at all.
0: Oh, yeah interesting why I don't know well you can guess especially if his buddy like so okay
1: but yeah they're friends but they're in their own worlds but he's yeah he's like no I don't want any rowdiness I don't want anything going on in my hotel
0: because when people are drunk they act like toddlers and they wreck everything they ruin everything
1: so he's (laughs) like no I'm just gonna do this it's a very religious almost but you can guess what happened yeah it was empty hotel did not make any money (laughs) Now, at that time, his friend Altoff that was deceased, he envied his success. So what does Chalmers do? He marries Louisa.
0: Oh, no. (laughs) It's like,
1: hey, yeah, let yeah, let's let's get married. You don't have a husband anymore, and, you know. So she owned all of the vineyards, winery, and cellars, as well as all of Martin's assets. They were married in 1869, and just like that, he was a successful vintner now. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> did he then allow wine in his hotel
1: i don't know if he's kept that hotel no. but he was he had the the winery he's winning awards for his delicious wines and in 1878 chalmers decided to build his dream home in coloma which would also double as one of the finest hotels in northern california
0: <laughs> the grand opening to his dream
1: home and hotel was held on april 4th 1879 in which he held a large party so this was like a drawing of it when it was oh, first pretty
0: yeah
1: i have more but Okay, that was the kind of. I have a drawing of it. That was when it first opened. It's it looks gorgeous. Mm-hmm. This is um, Chalmers. Yes, and this and is Lisa. There you go. I got now, it. I'm you listening. You got it. <laughs> now, this was definitely the opposite of his first hotel, as the elite would travel to here, and it was extremely successful. Even former President Ulysses S. Grant visited the Vineyard House where he discussed the Civil War. Here, Chalmers announced he was elected to the state legislator. Oh. So he okay. was making it
0: up big. Mm-hmm. You just marry the woman that inherited <laughs> everything, and hey, you're set. Now you're
1: set. But Chalmers' luck and success quickly took a downturn when his health worsened. From the blog of My Family of Origin, Chalmers started with a loss of memory. He'd Uh say one thing and do another. He became short-tempered, frightening his wife and children as well as the household staff.
0: Alzheimer's.
1: He would watch a grave being dug in the cemetery right across the street from the mansion where Althoff was buried. He'd go and lie in it. His arms crossed over his chest in the traditional position. His family and staff would have to restrain him and bring him home.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. That's. (laughs) So we learned later
1: that this was all due to Chalmers contracting syphilis.
0: Oh, no. His behavior
1: was so erratic that servants threatened to quit. Louisa, extremely frightened for her and everyone else's safety, constructed a cell with iron bars in the basement. She tricked Chalmers to going into the cell and locked him in.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Of course, he wasn't quietly sitting in a cell daily. He would writhe, moan, cry out and bang his head against the bars. Yeah, because
0: he's. Stuff it's it's eating his brain. Exactly. He has no, brain, no left. brain. But they don't know that. Nope. nope. Oh. they didn't know what's going on. So soon he went completely blind
1: and mumbled to himself throughout the day. Chalmers was treated civilly, being fed daily and checked upon, but no one really wanted to go down to the basement.
0: No, because his brain is literally being eaten. Poor guy.
1: Then he started to believe Louisa oh. was trying to poison him, so he refused to eat yeah. in 1881. He starved to death Aww. in his that's, cell.
0: That's sad.
1: Louisa lived until 1900. Chalmers and Louisa were both buried in the graveyard across the street that overlooks the vineyard house. Soon after Louisa passed, very strange occurrences happened in the home. Oh. Most believe that Robert Chalmers' spirit refused to leave the house Tenants would complain about mysterious voices and sounds of ghostly footsteps and stomping in the middle of the night. The Vineyard House remained a rundown rooming house and restaurant. Guests complained of hearing metallic clangs and heavy breathing.
0: Mm, and, that's a, yeah, that's, that's him. Sell, yeah. In
1: 1975, a former restaurateur decided to buy the mansion and make renovations. But it was tough. Apparently, he would order colors, wallpaper, accessories. And every time his order arrived, they were completely contrasting shades. What? Every single time. It happened over and over. He felt as if something didn't want him to change the house.
0: Oh, my gosh. That's insane. Like you
1: order something and you send. I mean, there was no Internet at that time. Right. So you'd send out your catalog. You call people and things came back completely different.
0: That's, every crazy. Time. Yeah. That's crazy. That's <gasps> crazy. Yeah. What? I would be going insane I, if that happened to me. Right? <laughs> <is so> <laughs> this is not what I want. Oh, don't want this. Now,
1: things would end up moving around the mansion on their own. He would see a treasured bud vase disappear and then reappear in a very unlikely spot. And what's even spookier is he found an old style wood. Oh, he found old style wood coffins under the porch during res- restorations. What? Now, supposedly, <laughs> I didn't know this. The basement held a jail at one point.
0: Well, is is that where they had that? They had
1: him, but I didn't know if they, they held other people because. Oh. Prisoners in the 1800s would be executed in the front yard from an old oak tree.
0: Oh. <gasps> oh where did that come from
1: I don't that was just snuck in I was like holy crap
0: but yeah I know more details on that people right I <laughs> didn't see
1: anything about that another coffin was discovered in an old crawl space so we got some spooky things there, going on yeah
0: that is insane <laughs> That's some
1: weird energy now one couple who was staying the night in an upstairs room said they were sleeping when suddenly They were awakened by the sound of loud, drunken men walking into the hallway downstairs. They were singing and laughing and very raucous. So the husband stuck his head out of the bedroom door in order to tell them to be quiet. But what he saw made him question if he was awake or asleep. No. Three men were dressed in Victorian clothing and ascending the stairs, but then they vanished. (laughs) <laughs> nope. another couple was so frightened by what they saw that they packed up and left in the middle of the night but when asked what happened to that scared them so badly they refused to say what it was
0: oh wow Didn't they're like no to one's gonna it. believe me yeah. i'm not gonna talk about it oh that's crazy
1: the basement was turned into a bar one late night the owner was cleaning up and wiping And he said that there was one last glass at the far end of the bar and he was cleaning. The glass began to shake and suddenly it slid all the way across until it finally stopped right in front of him. (laughs) (laughs) They're trying to help him out, apparently. Oh, no. Uh, Now, from the blog spot, Gold Country Girls. So this blog spot's cool. They take lots of vintage. They're about vintage photos, vintage things. And um, they posted a ton of vintage photos of the old vineyard house. A few people wrote in with their experiences. <gasps> nice. Yeah. Some were very, like, most of them were fond. It was funny. Uh-huh. I, this is off my notes. They're all talking about the chicken and dumpling recipe. Like it uh-huh. was the best
0: ever. Ooh. Yeah. And they're like, we
1: need the recipe. It was funny. Everybody's like, <laughs> I've had that. I wanted to.
0: Cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll have to go there and eat chicken and dumplings. Well, we- it's closed. So oh, about man. That. Yeah, oh, okay.
1: The Vineyard House was my go-to restaurant for my birthday back in the late 60s. I loved the chicken and dumplings. (laughs) Wasn't old enough to drink, but enjoyed the ambience of the entire place. One evening, we were seated right by a screen door that opened, then closed while we were dining, and it was not a windy evening. We just laughed and figured someone had decided to come inside. So sorry, it's still not open. So there's one little one. Uh Okay, next, my mother and I cleaned the place. She was downstairs still vacuuming, and I'd went upstairs to start to the bathroom. I heard voices and footsteps up the stairway and called out to my mom several times. I finally stopped and looked towards the door. There was a beautiful piece of furniture across the doorway in the hall. It was a bench, mirror, and coat rack combo. I would call it a seated hall tree. I saw someone walk past the door. What I mean to say is I saw a reflection in the mirror. It took my brain a sec to process what I'd seen. I only saw a reflection in the mirror, but there was no body to make a reflection.
0: <laughs> I stepped into
1: the hallway, hair standing on end, and called to my mom. I could hear the vacuum downstairs, so I checked every door, and just like we were told by the elderly woman, a character that cooked bread pudding and fed all the cats out the back door every day.
0: Did she make the chicken and dumplings, I, I don't know. Maybe.
1: <laughs> all the guests were gone, and all the rooms were locked.
0: Oh, that's fun. She saw somebody in there like the nun. (laughs) Exactly. Uh,
1: Last one. I spent many days and nights here from the time I was 12 years old into my adult life. My brother was one of the owners. I spent a few Halloween nights there and it was always a great time. My brother was a chef. I I grew up eating those chicken and dumplings as they were my favorite. (laughs) Nice. All of the food was excellent. John Wayne had the chicken and dumplings when he visited. He went to the kitchen to pay his respects to my brother and said that it was the best he'd had. As for the spirits. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Sure. I have sat at the bar and watched glasses move with no one around. Our sister worked there for a while as a housekeeper. She always had interactions with the spirits. It is believed they were watching over her as she worked. I have had experiences with spirits there during the day, and while sleeping in one of the rooms, the spirits are there. The graveyard on Halloween night is a true experience (laughs) so yeah so i I did read i didn't didn't put anything here but the graveyard across the street is also very haunted
0: well that makes sense yeah yeah
1: because they were there
0: yeah yeah oh that's crazy coloma but yeah it's fun
1: today the home like i said it's not open to the public that's what it kind of looks like that was probably i think the 80s Uh uh-huh but that's how that looks now oh
0: that's a bummer that's not open to the public anymore it'd Mm -hmm. be cool to go to yeah oh but Me, it's a crazy so. story, right? We can still drive by and like... In Coloma. Yeah. yeah, in Coloma. We can drive by it and look at it and then walk around the the graveyard. Yes. <laughs> I want to do that. Okay, good. Okay. My last Almost. home
1: is yes. even more insane. Okay. All right. This is called the Atherton House and it's in San Francisco.
0: Oh. Ah. Oh.
1: So we come across a beautiful Queen Anne style mansion called the Atherton House, also known as the Faxon Atherton Mansion. With most haunted homes, the history here feels like the plot of a strange movie. Oh, okay, nice. okay. Faxon Atherton from Dedham, Massachusetts, became a well-known businessman in shipping and trading, mostly between Valparaiso, Chile, and California. He married Domingo Rosario Goni Prieto, who belonged to a prominent Chilean family. In 1860, Atherton decided to move to California and purchased a lot of real estate and land. One particular estate was called Valparaiso Park. Now, even though Faxon landed a wife, he was known to be a womanizer and Mm -hmm. would travel often for his job and the
0: woman uh-huh Dominga
1: left alone most of the time decided to take charge of the estates she was also in charge of the nine children that they had holy but jolly nine one that being so
0: many kids so many
1: george h bowen atherton dominga was known to be a very domineering woman over george and was very overbearing this is her
0: oh well she looks <laughs> like it <laughs> yeah she's, she's got a very stern brow she's got a demeanor yes yeah.
1: Faxon passed away in 1877, and Dominga still controlled all of his estates. She decided to to build upon Valparaiso Park, which is now the Atherton House. Now, George was still under his mother's thumb, but had taken with a woman named Gertrude Franklin, a divorcee with a child, whom was being raised by her maternal grandfather, Stephen Franklin, relative of Benjamin Franklin. Oh, nice. She was 14 years older than him, so not that bad uh-huh. he wanted to marry her but she refused because george didn't even have a job at the time and his family didn't approve of him marrying a divorcee
0: well that's very like smart and pragmatic pragmatic her. of her yeah i can't say words man. okay you're good
1: <laughs> so the romance fizzled but then soon after he went after her only daughter oh gross 17 year old gertrude franklin horn gross but daughter, George. yeah, man, uh, he just likes this family. Daughter Gertrude denied George over good
0: girl. and
1: over and over. But this just made him want her more. Uh, Take a hit, George. Uh,
0: that sucks no. so much. Yep.
1: But no, he proposed five times. She said no. Finally, on the sixth try, she basically told him, fine, I don't really care since I have to marry someone at some point.
0: Oh. what a great proposal right this is gertrude gertrude that's no honey
1: <laughs> no i, I <laughs> mean
0: i know i get her she doesn't have any choices and back then you she doesn't like, have any choices her mom is a divorcee right she that probably left her with not very good standing and so she didn't have a lot of positions that she could take in society right
1: oh well don't feel too bad okay okay in 1876, they eloped and she moved in with George and his mother. They then moved into the Atherton house where Gertrude turned somewhat into his mother and we become another dominating figure in George's life. Well,
0: good for her. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure he was looking for somebody to do that. Exactly. Because his mom did it. Yeah. yeah.
1: So- here, Gertrude, though, began her writing career and focused on something she did enjoy. Oh, good. George, Yeah, she was a prominent writer. George was under Dominguez Thumb because she was financing all his business ventures that would fail one after the other. Both of the women in his life would often humiliate George in public. <laughs> in 1887, after having about enough of his miserable home life, he decided to take up an offer to sail to Chile when visiting Chilean naval officers inquired for him to visit. The next morning after a good night's rest, he thought that maybe he didn't need to get away until Gertrude began to get on George's case. Said to him, if you have any pride, you will stay here in San Francisco and make something of yourself. And that convinced George to pack up and go. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm done. Never mind. I'm going to make my decision. Oh, that's awesome. So unfortunately for George, during the sea voyage, George's kidney started to fail.
0: Oh, no. And he died on the ship. Oh, no. Since George was seen as an
1: illustrious San Franciscan, the captain decided because they didn't want to turn around, they drop his body. uh, Oh, no. He put his body (laughs) into a well, uh, into a barrel of rum to be well preserved. <laughs> he's like they, he needs a funeral. I'm sure people are want to see him. We're gonna stick him in this this big okay. thing of rum. To
0: me, this is ironic. Okay, because so he, I don't know if he had a drinking problem, but you know normally Maybe. when you have kidney issues and he had overbearing wife and mother, I could see that that would lead to kidney issues. That he would have a drinking issue. <laughs> so and so how is. ironic is that he's being preserved in, in a big <laughs> barrel of rum? Yeah.
1: This is so weird. Oh, yeah, this is so crazy. Then-
0: <laughs> After- this needs to be a movie. <laughs> That's what I'm <it's> saying, <laughs> right? This should
1: be. So they stuff his body in the barrel of rum. They drop him off in Tahiti. Tahiti <laughs> they're like okay we're on our way still we're gonna put you in Tahiti then we're gonna keep going we're gonna call people to go pick you up so they did they picked him up another ship did and they delivered him to the Atherton mansion in which supposedly the butler popped open the barrel to serve rum and then the whole family found out it was Georgia <laughs> died
0: <laughs> they're like oh oh <laughs> husband died but knowing these women they are probably like ah oh, let's drink the wine yeah. anyway might <laughs> <My, my> taste <laughs> kinda good who knows so oh no or the, or they'd be like george you're always ruining everything <laughs> <laughs> that's probably what oh like my a- gosh So, yeah, this is
1: crazy. It's insane. I told you this should be a movie. Oh,
0: dude.
1: But soon after strange things started happening around Dominga and Gertrude, (laughs) they thought they heard him knocking on the bedroom doors and felt cold spots in the house. Gertrude soon packed up and left. She even wrote, I had an uneasy feeling that George would haunt me
0: if he could. Well, yeah, he was crazy obsessed with our Yes. Uh, Oh, George. And
1: Dominga passed away in 1890 and the mansion was sold and passed around until 1923. The history gets a little hazy here, but without me purchasing books, because there are many books about this house, uh, what I found is that it was most likely purchased by Charles Rousseau, architect, and he separated the mansion into 13 apartments.
0: Oh, weird number, man. (laughs) <laughs> I
1: agree. Now what most websites state is that Carrie Rousseau bought the home his wife, but what I can gather when I'm pieced together is that Rousseau Charles must have passed when the apartments were finished and his widow Carrie moved into apartment 13. That is everybody says. She moves into apartment 13. This is where the orchestra chamber of the grand ballroom was at one point. Then in the adjoining apartment, which was formerly the banquet hall, she housed her 50 cats. <laughs> one <laughs> apartment for 50 cats she is the epitome of the crazy cat lady oh my gosh this is awesome <laughs> a whole room po- like just for her cats. that's
0: too many cats c- that like, room i must think have i have too many alpaca i have 11 but, this but they're is outside there i know <laughs> this is inside holy crap this is my youngest dream though like <laughs> <laughs> she would love that many 50 now rousseau
1: lived in her cat haven until 1974 at the age of 93
0: and she passed other people live there too i think so oh i think so but
1: it's yeah because there's 13 apartments i'm guessing but i don't know for sure at some point though as i was going to say now is that it's there have been tenants living there still so it was an apartment building for a while now, over the years as an apartment complex, many of the Atherton House's tenants claim the place is haunted by multiple ghosts. Cats?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe.
1: Singer Aurora Booth told the San Francisco Chronicle that she would experience a mysterious rushing wind that blasted through her small apartment. It's a cat running. Yeah, but there cat- no windows were open, right? Yeah. Now. Jerry Landewig a dental assistant claimed that sometimes when she would start to drift off to sleep a mysterious wrapping would start out of nowhere and wake her up one tenant was living in the tower apartment when he suddenly saw a whole gathering of ghosts and this prompted him to move so- out soon after <laughs> he's like nope nope too many <laughs> nope I can't out of there. deal with many ghosts yeah but the four ghosts that supposedly haunt the Atherton house are Dominga gertrude george and carrie most tenants that have lived there complain of cold spots even in the middle of summer the random rushes of air when the windows aren't open and lots and lots of knocking especially in the middle of the night just like it was Mm. said it is said if you are a male inside the home you experience way more turbulence (laughs) than the female (laughs) spirits because they don't like them
0: yeah that makes sense they they were very dominating Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Male tenants and guests have complained
1: of items moving on them constantly. One tenant reported seeing a strange glowing ball of light from an unseen source. Even tenants who park their cars on the street outside, they they start to honk for no reason. <laughs> oh, no. Then stop. It's not a car alarm, but actual honking from inside their cars. That's crazy. Oh, how weird. Now, even though most of the tenants believe their hauntings were caused by George, ghost hunter Sylvia Brown held a seance in the home to identify the spirits that are still lingering. She claimed that... There is a male spirit here, but he's so pale and frail. There's <laughs> nothing to fear from him. But bad vibes could come from female ghosts who want things done their way and yeah. won't tolerate much male interference. Okay. She even went on to suggest the building would make an ideal woman's resource center.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah. Female power. <laughs> I love this place. It's crazy. <laughs> now,
1: lastly, this is funny. It's uh-huh. not much of a paranormal story. I just, I found this news article and i was like i have to tell you guys okay in october of 2022 Landscapers were working in the yard when they discovered metal buried underneath. They had more crews come in and call police once they realized they had discovered a buried Mercedes-Benz convertible. <laughs> what? In the backyard. What? Yes. Oh no. Johnny Brocktoon Lou had owned Atherton House in the 1990s, and their Mercedes was reported stolen in nearby Palo Alto in September of 1992 police pieced together that lou shadiest of the shades
0: oh no (laughs) had buried
1: the car for insurance fraud purposes (laughs) he even hired people to sink his yacht in 1999 because it was worth 1.2 million to cash in on the insurance oh no lou was even convicted of murder decades (gasps) ago accused of killing his then girlfriend He served three years, but was released by the Supreme Court, which when evidence came in that it was an accidental shooting at a gun range, they had evidence, they they had videos and things. She accidentally shot herself.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Lou passed away years ago. And here's the image of them. Oh, my gosh. With the The Mercedes Mercedes Benz.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious.
1: I was like, what in this whole crazy story of this house? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> of course a Mercedes Benz is buried in the backyard.
0: I love this house. <laughs> the Atherton house, everybody. The Atherton house this is such a crazy story. Yes. I told you. Oh it's my a movie. gosh. It is a movie. It's, we have to go visit it's it. It's beautiful. I would love to go visit it. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> That story has just blown my mind. It's amazing. It's so funny. Like, you can this really does have to be a movie. I told and there's you. so many ways to take it. And like take it's like, it's story. unbelievable.
1: You're like, no, this is this is fake, right? No. This all actually happened. Oh,
0: I want to see what Greta Gerwig can do with this as a movie, right? Wouldn't that be hilarious yes. for her to turn this into a movie?
1: Female power. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: okay. oh, I love it. Oh. Okay, if you guys have been to any of these places or have any other haunted house stories that you want us to tell us about, yes. please email us at the ominous stitch at gmail.com. You can also see these show notes or any show notes from previous episodes on our Podbean. So if you go yeah. to podbean.com and type in the ominous stitch podcast you can re-listen to old episodes and get to know our little notes and check those out and see all the links and pictures and things that we have there you can also click on the little button in the upper right hand corner you guys know this by now it's called become a patron and join our little patron army join our little stitchers um if you do Thank you so much because that really helps us being uh, helps us to continue to make these podcasts for you guys. Yes, and it just helps us. It's another way for us to connect with you guys. There is exclusive patron only episodes that, that you we'll can listen make to. We'll make more. I promise. Yes, we we have plans. We yes. have plans. We just need time. <laughs> <laughs> more time. More time. And we'll make those episodes for you. And but there are some already and we also send you things. We give you shout outs. We have patron exclusive things and it's a way to strengthen our community and strengthen our connection with you yeah. guys. So become a patron. Become today. a patron. You can also jump on any of our social medias and give us a little shout out and shout out. talk to us there and I think that's all the things I needed to say this episode was so much fun I had so much fun (laughs) I can't wait to go and see all these places yes and have a little momcation yes road trip (laughs) road trip oh I'm exhausted now but we still have one more thing to do it's movie time it's movie time
1: week's movie review is Winchester, released in 2018. IMDb rating of 5.4 stars. The synopsis. Ensconced in her sprawling San Jose, California mansion, eccentric firearm heiress, Sarah Winchester, Dame Helen Mirren, believes she is haunted by the souls of people killed by the Winchester repeating rifle. So exactly what we, you know, just said about (laughs) the house. But yes, Dame Helen Mirren, which I does a great job. I her
0: so much. Uh, She's amazing. Yes, yeah,
1: she is. Jason Clark, I, I forgot what he's in. I've seen him in other movies. Yeah, he's in
0: a lot of things. Yeah. And then Sarah Snook yeah. was in um, Succession, which I just watched all of that. Oh, I have not yeah. seen it. Oh, okay. she plays Siobhan me about in Succession. This, yeah. It's a terrible family. <laughs> and it's so good. It's so <laughs> good. It's so good. But what about the pleasure. movie?
1: What do you think? What do you think?
0: I liked it. Really? Yeah. Okay. Are you surprised? Yes. Because <laughs> I did it. Oh, I know. I know. Well, because it's not like, it's not scary. I mean, there there's, was, there's no. some scary moments. and There was yeah. some spooky times. And the, the, the possession of the kid is crazy. That is
1: insane. He did a good job. This poor, I always say this. This is tough for kids in Hollywood to be like in horror movies. Uh-huh. I can't believe they can do it. Yeah. But
0: yeah, he did a good job in it. Yeah. What do you think about this movie? You was not. Hitting you? Was it the subject matter?
1: I just the the fact that no, I I, the subject is kind of neat. The fact that it's like him, and he died for three minutes and his bullet, and he's connected to the house, and it just is this crazy roundabout way for him to come and like I don't know. I just I thought it was too preposterous i guess too
0: nicely tied together yes too yeah clean. and at yeah. the end
1: like oh he's supposed to kill him with a physical gun of this bullet that he carries i'm sorry spoiler alerts the bullet <laughs> that he carries. and this is the only way to kill this malevolent ghost that's going to take over like eh,
0: yeah so too much for me i agree with you on that point that okay. it was the bullet i liked how his story was tied in and he was able to to have that catharsis and forgive oh, sure. the wife and move okay. through all of that. Yes. I liked that part of the story. I liked and how that. He didn't believe her. And now I he liked does. how that was, yeah, he was able to see her point of view right and understand himself in the process and understand what was going on with the house sure i thought it was a really cool way to tell the story or that even though i think it's largely fabricated oh, yeah. the story is largely fabricated right. of sarah winchester and is she crazy was she not crazy exactly. whatever and i like the way that they told the story i liked the way the explanation of why she was building the house the way she was building the house sure i thought it was i thought it was very interesting i don't believe any of it's true i think it's all like a big you know this is a it's a movie it's a movie it's a movie so none of it's true other than the house is true did they film it in the house i was just
1: going to say there's facts about this so they closed the public tours for 72 hours they did film around the house they filmed inside but because it was so cramped inside to film they moved most of it into the um director's home in australia
0: oh wow yeah so they filmed most
1: of it there but they did use a lot of footage
0: yeah, from the house. Yeah, and I'm sure they use that footage to replicate some things so exactly. that they could make it a set and make it more practical for them to exactly, move Exactly, exactly. Yeah.
1: What I didn't like too, Angela, was that the fact that she was building these rooms that replicated where they died these ghosts died and mm-hmm. then you lock them in for it with 13 nails they can't it's just a spiritual number and that they would have to process then and then they would move on i felt like that was tra- entrapping the spirits in a way like that's just like i didn't like that idea either that concept
0: yeah well i think okay so the way i understood it is that she built those um for the people that didn't really move on right so they you know they if she couldn't help them if her remorse for them dying from her rifles Rifles. didn't set them free and help them move on (laughs) yeah then she would keep them in the room that they described to her so that they could process it themselves and and move move on on, yeah still but i think it was a way because i think she felt if she kept them in that room then they couldn't then they had to face. Oh. what happened to them and, and just like he did out. with yeah. his wife I yeah.
1: guess it's still just so elaborate. you don't want to entrap
0: the ghost <laughs> no. well okay yes it's elaborate but also she was making $30,000 a day <laughs> you're right you know and so I mean I thought it was an interesting way to explain sure I why guess. she did what she did yeah in a
1: spookier way
0: yeah okay so okay. I I liked the movie I thought okay. it was you know it wasn't as fun as freaky, but <laughs> <laughs> definitely not as fun. Yeah. But, you know, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Sure. And I love H- Helen Mirren. Yeah. So. Oh,
1: no. She was great. You yeah, know, what? And the
0: sets were beautiful. They and, were. Yeah.
1: What what got me one little thing.
0: I'm like, how is she such a good architect, though? Her drawings are insane. Oh, right. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah.
1: No, what got me mostly, which is funny, you'll see it in like these shots. Yeah. They're, they're showing the trailer on the IMDb I've got up, is that. My husband, the movie guy, yeah, uh-huh. he was like, "It just doesn't look like they're always in the same room. It looks like they put like her with a random actor." When uh-huh. they had, she had to do her lines and then him with a random actress. Cause she's probably a lot of money. Oh so, yeah. <laughs> and it just never looks like they're together. And at, after he said, I was like, oh my God, now you just ruined the movie for me. Tricks I can't. of the trade. Yeah, and I was like, you're right. It's probably she's because she costs probably so much money compared to him. Yeah. So sh- she's probably filming back to back and she's so good. And then they're like, okay, let's use a body double yeah. for most of the other stuff. <laughs> I'm like, great. Thank you for ruining the movie magic for me.
0: So there you go. That's what you get for marrying somebody who's in the industry. Always, they know always. all the tricks. Yeah. Throughout
1: movie, my- oh, this ADR is so bad. I'm like, stop it, <laughs> stop it. So yeah, that's that one little thing. Um, but you know, it's a fun, I guess, story. Like you're saying. It's- yeah,
0: I thought it was like a nice. I I like the tie-ins. I like the wrap-up. Did it go overboard a little bit too much? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you know, I thought it was a really nice way to kind of present the the mystery house and the winchester story and talk about sarah and her eccentricities Mm -hmm. and yeah so okay
1: how many stitches would you give it um what did
0: imdb say
1: 5.4
0: 5.4 i'd probably go a little higher and give it like a six okay yeah so it was fun i enjoyed it i didn't hate it no
1: i didn't really hate it but it's just not my favorite i'd give it maybe a four
0: a four okay so you went low I went high so we're averaging at five so we're averaging with IMDB
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh we found this on freebie but I I there's multiple ways to watch this I saw that for free so you can check it out you can watch
0: it for free it's definitely worth watching it for free if you haven't seen it and it's an interesting way to connect with the house and And they go through the 1904 earthquake although they don't
1: they say it was more of a ghost thing yeah they think it was a
0: ghost thing instead of an earthquake but you know whatever
1: uh, tomato tomato yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) but you get to see the house and you do you do get to see actual
1: parts of the house which is kind of neat yeah this house is crazy I can't I mean you can't lie it's a very uh just a massive mystery so in that aspect I think that's kind of neat yeah yeah I'll have to see it at some point
0: yeah I want to see it in person so I can figure out how it works because yes. I don't understand how it works.
1: I think they rope off like not every, like you can't, you see can't everything. see everything. Yeah. yeah. I, I know that. Yeah. And I also heard, I just read too that because she had that rheumatoid arthritis, those stairs really are like little tiny steps because she couldn't lift her legs very much. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to be like taking crazy steps everywhere. But, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. for those, those are like the, for the ghosts. Yeah. Of <laughs> of so, there you go.
0: The ghosts of the mystery house. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I guess that's it. We're wrapping it up for another amazing episode. Amazing. So it was really fun. I really enjoy haunted houses. Me too. It's like bread and butter for me. So it much makes me fun so happy. stories behind mm-hmm.
1: these haunted houses. Yeah. So
0: there yeah. you go. Tell let us know what your favorite one was. And until next time, we'll see you stitchers. See you stitchers. <laughs>